De la patrulla de Minos de California. Weather headlines for today, yes. Welcome to the Revenue Generator Podcast. And I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear how industry leaders integrate sales, marketing, product, and customer success into a single business unit with a common goal of optimizing their revenue cycle. We'll unearth how innovators integrate data, technology, people, and processes to expedite demand generation and increase recurring revenue. Sit back, tune in, and get ready to meet a member of the revenue generation. Here's the host of the Revenue Generator podcast, the CMO of Lean Data, Doug Bell. Welcome to the Revenue Generator podcast, where we members of the Revenue Generation share solutions for how you can integrate your business to optimize revenue. I'm your host and the CMO of Lean Data, Doug Bell. And today we're going to talk about what business leaders need to know about the post-cookie future and how it will affect marketing and advertising and the difference between MMM and MTA attribution models. Joining us today is Brian Coe. Brian is the Chief Commercial Officer at Audience X, which is the leading integrated platform solution for performance brands and agencies offering strategic, unbiased, omnichannel access across the full breadth of the ad tech ecosystem. Yesterday, Brian and I talked about post-cookie revenue generation, and today we're going to continue to our conversation and discuss what Apple's privacy policy tells us about the cookie-less future. Okay, here's my conversation with Brian Coe, the Chief Commercial Officer at Audience X. Brian, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Doug. Really glad to have you back. I gave you a lot of crud about the Cowboys, folks. So let me just say right now, that's not going to change. Okay, so Brian, most folks will recognize this change pushed with, I think it was iOS 14, and this is where consumers are prompted to authorize how their data is being used by the applications they're using on Apple Drive. So if you have an app open an application lately, right, you open it up and it's going to ask you, hey, can we share information with this application? And if I've got this right, that's the IDFA, that's the identifier for advertisers. It's basically it's getting gated on the application level. So Yesterday, we talked about how this is really good for consumers, this idea of a cookie-less world, but now we're starting to get into consumer privacy again. Is there anything else at play here, or is this, again, about consumer privacy? Well, I think ultimately, the story that Apple is pushing is it's about consumer privacy, or to be specific, protection of consumer privacy, right? So again, I think similar to the cookie or cookie-less world, topic that we discussed yesterday. I'm sure the smart folks at Apple is this is about how to set Apple for, you know, bigger share of the market, you know, revenue, perhaps. But again, as I said yesterday, I don't think this is a bad thing at all for consumers. This is absolutely a great thing for consumers. It is actually, I will say as a consumer, it's really empowering and sometimes scary to have the ability to say yes or no to who's having access to my information on the iOS platform. So that's good. But then each time I say no, I think some marketer somewhere was hurt just a little bit by that, right? In that suddenly there's this piece of data, this really critical piece of data or a lot of data that they're not getting. So I feel like there's a similar arc to this conversation to the one we had yesterday, which was how do we survive you know, the loss of third-party data? But I have to mention there's some real nuances here in terms of how marketers need to adjust because now we're at the application level, right? Within the iOS platform. And I think Google just announced yesterday, Brian, that they're piling on here as well from the Android platform standpoint. 
So let's have a countermeasure conversation. So a lot of these application providers, a lot of marketers are losing this data. What can they do and what does this mean for them going forward? Yeah, so all these abbreviations that we're going to have to remember moving forward. So I think <laughs> the Android version is AAID, Advertising ID. I think it's what Android is calling it. But yes, essentially, again, very similar to our conversation yesterday, what these have allowed you know, apps or these companies in the past to do is gain information, what we're using, how we're viewing them, how much time are we spending on these? And all these data are now being lost, especially for those who choose to opt out of being tracked, right? So not only are the app companies losing the data, but also companies like Facebook, these giants like Facebook and Snap are also hurting because they are no longer able to monetize off of information that they once held through our usage of their apps, right? So, I mean, if you look at... Facebook's, you know, most recent you know, earnings report, it, it's perhaps <laughs> attributed to that, perhaps not. But anyways, I think everyone is having to found new grounds for ways to adapt this uh, new world. So that's interesting. You know, I hadn't really thought about the impact of the social media platforms that are out there, but they're losing a huge amount of data. Is that going to cascade down to the marketing folks and the sales folks who depend so heavily on that data to be effective marketers, if you will, and salespeople on those platforms? Are we going to begin to getting that kind of cascading waterfall effect as they lose data? Yeah, well, I think, I guess this is considered a show business. But, you know, as they say, show must go on, right? I think the marketing must go on in our world. So I think what's good about this is adoption of and rise of new tactics. So, you know, some of the, some we, we talked about yesterday were omni-channel, you know, tactics. And a channel that I'm sure you hear a lot about is the rise of CTV, connected TV, right? These channels that aren't reliant on these, you know, cookie level data and also different levels of privacy. And so if we're talking about, you know, IDFA or AAID, we're specifically talking about mobile data, the ecosystem around that. But again, advertisers can choose to adapt the loss of that data by using different channels or mediums that perhaps aren't relying on this specific app data or the loss around this IDFA again or AAID. So because it's their business model, they have to fill those data gaps. So we shouldn't really worry about whether or not we have good and rich data that we can use to drive marketing activity because ultimately that's their business model. Correct. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So what does this mean then? What does this mean for marketers? And by this, I mean the combination of a cookie-less future, so the loss of third-party data, and the fact that Apple at this point is really cutting off another data source. What is the message to sales and marketing professionals out there? What should they be worried about? What should they be thinking about? Hopefully, you know, I like to say I have a crystal ball in front of me. Unfortunately, I don't. But I think this is about adoption. By being in ad tech, this business, I feel like I live in a new, you know, category or industry every six months. And this is no different. I think it's adoption of some of the changes and regulations that are impacting our industry. But again, at the end of the day, consumers have choice to opt in or opt out. If you think about this from a perspective of what makes one consumer opt in versus opt out, it's perhaps about do they have any affinity towards specific company brand? Is this useful for me? Do I care if I am tracked, but in return serve something 
purposeful or useful for me, then we'll see more consumers choosing to opt in. I'm sure initially, I think something like you know, 70% is the last kind of data points I've seen people who actually opted out and will continue to see that rise. But at some point, I think the tide will either hold steady or turn where I think when consumers see the benefits of some of these, they may also choose to opt in again. But that onus is on the marketers and brands to give them a reason to perhaps, you know, choose to do that, right? So I think we have a lot of work to do and, and you know, creative work to do to find areas where consumers will opt in for stopping out. I think that's such a great, excellent point. And you related it in terms of opt-in and opt-out, right? So we've got 70% of people are opting out of sharing with the application provider, but 30% are opting in. And that's an incredibly strong signal, right? There's brand loyalty potentially, or there's enough interest that in many ways, perhaps we're narrowing the market down to the true fans, so the people are most likely to interact with the brand. That's some hope for us because, again, we're losing our binky bit by bit here, Brian, our, our data blanket, if you will, as marketers. And I feel like it took a long time for marketers really to catch up to the data revolution, at least in the B2B side, where we saw a lot of leadership from the BDC side ultimately. But it's a big security blanket that's going away for us. Brian, thank you for today's conversation. I'm, I'm really excited about tomorrow's where we're going to talk about attribution models. And I think I have a feeling that a lot of the changes we just talked about the last couple of days are going to have a big impact on those attribution models. Thanks, Doug, for having me. Absolutely. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the Revenue Generator Podcast. Thanks to Brian Coe. Chief Commercial Officer at Audience X for joining us in part three of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow. Brian and I are going to talk about marketing attribution, MTA to MMM. Just one more link in our show notes I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while listening to this podcast, head over to therevgenpod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our weekly newsletter, apply to be a speaker on the Revenue Generator podcast, or you can even share your revenue generation questions, which we'll answer live on the show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is RevGenPod on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Market Advocate. If you have not subscribed yet and want a daily stream of RevGen strategies in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed on the next business day. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, keep cranking because the revenue isn't going to generate itself.